Shabbat Taf'ain Tet, the last thing we were discussing, a person who took out a contract on Shabbat, the, the Braitha says, if it's before he, uh, the borrower paid it back, it would be Hayav, after he paid it back, his Patur, Yuda says, you'd still need that contract once it's paid back, and you'd be Hayav. And we tried to figure out what was, uh, what's the difference, what, what's the Yesod of the Mahlukit in Tanakama and Rabbi Yehuda. Um, Rav Yosef said uh, he tried to answer that you're not to leave a contract that's already been paid back between them. Um, Abaye felt the difference between Tanakama and Yehuda was that for sure you're not to leave that contract by you. The question over here is the person who admit the borrower is the one who's admitting that I'm the one who wrote it. And the question is, does he also have the right that uh, I paid back or not paid back? In order to upkeep this contract, and Tanakama felt that uh, that uh, he that that uh, it's the same. Pr- if since he's the one who uh, said I wrote it, that means the contract is based on his word. There, we're talking about a case where there's no witnesses. Uh, then, he, then he also has the right that uh, I didn't uh, pay back yet. And the Rabbi Yehuda felt that uh, no, the two separate things. Uh, you wrote a contract. Uh, you admit you wrote the contract as as uh, one number one. Um, writing uh, writing a piece of paper that you haven't paid back is a total different thing. It has nothing to do, and therefore uh, it means nothing. And therefore he still needs that contract. We're not going to go by this uh, borrower's words. And since you need that contract, you'd be hayav if you took it out on Shabbat. So now the Gemara at the bottom of Ayn Chaita Mudbet asked the question, so then when the Braita said uh, before he paid it back, uh, after he paid it back, what does that mean? So according to Takanakama, we said, until the Love says, I paid back or not paid pay back, and that would uh, tell you if this Shtar uh, was worth anything. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, who says it doesn't make a difference what this uh, Love is saying, you'd, you'd always be Hayav. So now, after we discussed Rav Yosef and we discussed Abaye, now Rava comes in and he says, Rava, Rava not wanting to change uh, the shot of the language of the Braita where it says, uh, He wanted to keep it as Pshat. So Rava says, Everyone agrees that a shtar that the, the Lovim himself wrote, that he, he is the one who has to say that it's good or not good. Therefore, if he's the one who's saying it's not, it's uh, I already paid it back. Uh, you just the, the, the malve is the one who, who you know he carried nothing on Shabbat. It's it's worthless. So what's the mahluk? Over here, the question is, uh, do we have to write a receipt? A shovar is a receipt. Very simply, if you have to write a receipt, then your haya, then uh, then the piece of paper is worthless. The contract, the contract is worthless once it's paid. If uh, you're in a place you don't need to uh, to, to give a receipt once you paid, and uh, and you just give the guy, you give the love back his uh, contract, then the contract is worth something. Tanakama savar kodvin shobar. Tanakama holds we uh, we have to write a receipt. It's not enough to give back the pay, the, the original contract. And therefore, if you take it out, your patur, we don't write the receipts, and therefore you have to give back the actual contract, and the contract is worth something, and therefore you took it out on Shabbat, Yahayav. Now, Rav Asher, 
He says, no, Rabbi does Pshat, uh, it's not that uh, we don't write receipts, it's, no, that that contract, that original contract, you want to keep, you want to be able to show, the Love would want to keep to show to other people, look, I borrowed this much money from this person and I paid him back. They would tell him, I'm a person who pays back his bills. Now the Gemara goes back to the Mishnah, or Kedela Asot, we said uh, taking out leather, the amount that takes to make a Kamiya. You take out the or how much uh, how much uh, is that what is the shi'ur in order to be hayav? Now he knew he knew the answer because it's a Mishnah Meforash, but he wants to get the ball rolling because he was gonna ask him a whole bunch of questions. Uh, so now watch watch the he goes. So Rava asked about the the or and Amar there Rav Rahman answers him back it says in the Mishnah or Kedil Asot Kamea. Okay. Then he asked him, "What about the, if a person uh, a person tanned that that uh, leather? Uh, what would be the shiur?" Amale loshana doesn't make a difference. So, okay, so now Rav is continuing. Okay, not if someone already uh, tanned the leather. Let's say you were going to uh, tan it. What's the shiur? Amale loshana doesn't make a difference. So now here's here's the question. Umena timra. Rabbi asks, well, why, is there, why is there no hiluk? Why is there no difference? Why is it all the same? So Rav Nachman explained to him, Keditznat, says in the Mishnah, Hamla Ben, a person who whitens his laundry, Vamnapets, combs, Vatsovea, colors, Vatove, twines, Shiurokim, Loro, Havasit, Akafwul. What's the Shiur for all that? It's uh, the size, the, the width between your middle finger and your forefinger. Uh, d- uh, double that. That's the difference inside. The, the the difference of the width, the the measure, the amount of the width, double that. and a person who sews two, uh, who stitches two, uh, uh, two stitches. Shuro again, The width, the difference between uh, the the middle finger to the forefinger. So you see, they all have the same uh, the same uh, width again, which is kimlo sita kaful. Kimlo rochav sita kaful. Hachanami. So over here also by hotzaa kevandi labdoka esh yorokim obad. Same idea. Since you're you're going to uh, tan the leather, it's like as if it's already tanned, and you'd be hayav and the, the amount it takes to t- to make it coming out. So okay, Rava continues. Let's say I just want to take out leather without uh, without planning to tan it. Loshana still doesn't make a difference. The size of kamea. Now Rava asks, wait, there's no difference. It's all the same. Now he brings him a brighter. A person who brings a dye or different. Uh, or different spices that are used for coloring. The shiur is the amount it takes to uh, to color, uh, I guess, a, a piece of a piece of cloth that you use for an example to show people this is the color that would come out. Uh, and what's the size of it? Ira. Ira is the stick by the loom where they they set up the uh, the strings when they when they're sewing. Uh, what? If it, there's a hole over there, um, you want to put a piece of uh, cloth to cover it. That piece of cloth, that's the size we're talking about. But when it's um, spices or when it's um, the, the things to make the dye that are not uh, soaked. What do we say? The nut shells, the pomegranate shells, the satis. 
Hupu, uh, different types of plants that are used for coloring. It's a mount that uh, you, you need to color a small cloth that's on top of some sort of a kippah that, a la- that the ladies wear. And that's probably a little bit bigger than the, the example cloth. So now, what bottom line is, what do you see? You see that uh, when it comes to these spices, there is a difference between... Uh, uh, the ones that were soaked and ones that were not soaked. And uh, Rava continues his question. Uh, then you have to say the same thing would be with uh, with uh, leather that has uh, that is uh, is going to be prepared and, and not going to be prepared. It has to be different. The Gemara answers, Hai Tamar Allah, but we already explained over there. Amar of Nahman, Amar of Baba Ravuha. The difference between the spices. The fish and Adam Torah, Lishrot Samanin, Litsubu'abayin, Dugma Leira. Meaning, no one's going to take out uh, different uh, spices in order to uh, make colors uh, for something so small. You usually make it at least for some piece of uh, some piece of clothing, and the smallest piece of clothing we could find is that uh, piece of clothing on top of the lady's kippah. However, by uh, leather, you got to say that uh, people will take something smaller because you would make it into a out. Okay, so now Rava continues asking, seeds that you plant with the mikameh before you plant them tanan. We have a mishnah, um, if you carried out seeds less than the size of a uh, dried fig, you need five uh, seeds in your hayav. Once you already uh, planted them, tanan, what do we say? Zevel, vehola, dak, menor, or... Uh, or crushed clay, the amount that you need to put around a um, a cabbage, to put around a, a leek. Now, so bottom line is, what do you see? That a person takes out uh, seeds at uh, before they are planted, it's one shear. After they planted, another shear. And the same thing should be with the leather. The Gemara answers, but we explained, and we're saying to put the to put dirt around the the, the, the cabbage or the or the leek. We're talking about. We said it depends if it's uh, if it's been planted or not. And when the Mishnah said less than the Karagorogeret, we're talking about the seeds that weren't planted yet. Well, now, what's the reason? No one takes out one seed in order to plant. Usually, take a whole bunch of seeds. Okay, so now Rabbi continues. You have clay before you um, you kneaded the clay with water. Tanya modim hachamim the Rabbi Shimon be motzi shofachin the shoot Rabbim hachamim agree to Rabbi Shimon. If you take out disgusting water, shoot Rabbim shishoran bereviit. And we asked over there, what do we? What do you need that dirty water? It's a need the the, the cement. But once you already uh, once you already needed that clay, Tanya, what do we say? It's a, you know it's even uh, we said teat. Uh, the size I will make uh, the, the whole the, the opening of a crucible. So you see, there is a difference. So the Gemara explains hatam nami with with the with the clay. Kedamaran, we explained already over there. The fish and Adam Torah legabel the tatit lasod bo pikur. 
meaning no one originally takes out water on the condition of uh, putting, uh, you know, making a small, uh, making such a small amount of clay that's there to cover the, that opening of that melting pot. Usually you take, you take out more water to do more. Therefore, only once it's done, then you're high up on that uh, pikor business. Tashema. So let's see. And now here's another question from Rav Nachman. There's three types of uh, leathers and they have different uh, measurements when it comes to Hotza and Shabbat. Matzah, Vehipa, Vediftera. Now, what's matzah? Kemashmao, as is. Delo maliyah, no salt. Udlo kamiyah, we didn't put any uh, flour on it. Udlo gafitz, no gold nuts. Vekamash yoros, what's that? Jirotani Rav Shmuel bar Yehuda, kedel latsur bo mishkolet kitana. The amount to put, uh, you know, to wrap around, a leather amount to put, uh, to wrap around a small weight. Vekama, uh, what's that weight? It's a quarter of a litra, which is in Pumpadita. Okay. Hipa, what's the second one? You put salt, you didn't put flour or gold nuts. What's the That's the kamea. Diftera, which is number three. You put salt and uh, and flour. You didn't put gold nuts. You didn't uh, tan it. You didn't work that lever. The amount it takes to write uh, the main part of a get, which is your 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 now, katanemiat. Now, what do we see? Bottom line is from here. We originally said that the amount of leather it takes to put on a small weight, a leather, a lead weight. And we said it's a quarter of a liter of pumpadita. Bottom line is we see from all this that there is a difference in measurement depending once it's been uh, once it's been uh, you know worked on, once it's been meubad, and once it's not. Sagama so explains, Hatam Bibishula. There with the matzah, we're talking about it's still wet because they once you took it off the 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 animal, it's still wet, it's still there was still blood over it, it's still not ready to be uh, to be used. You can't even work on it yet. You have to wait till it dries, and until that time the size would would be to, to put around a weight. Okay. Ravan now asks again on Rav Nahman. We learn Masachet Kelim, a beged, regular wool, has three uh, three by three, now it's them and it becomes Ra'ul the Tumat Midras. Hasak, or Batsak, Arba al Ba'ad, four by four Tfahim, Ha'or Hamishal, Hamishat Tfahim, Mapat, the match, Ishal, Shisha Tfahim again. Ben le Midras, Ben Lemet, whether it's Tumat Midras, Tumat Midras, the Betan Alam, we said in the Brighta, Habeged, Basak, Ba'or, Keshi'ur. The same uh, size that was uh, that's for Fatuma, same size would be for Hotza'a. Now, our Mishnah said or the size of uh, of Kamea, uh, and uh, over here it says Hamisha Hamisha Tefahim, much bigger than a Kamea. Sigma so, answers over there. Hahu Bekor Tobla. Masechet Kelim, we're talking about this hard. Uh, this hard uh, leather that they cooked and cooked and cooked, and you can't use it to ride on anymore. It's only meant to be sitting, and over there it's hamisha al hamisha. Therefore, you can't compare cases. Okay, I intend to bet klaf kedel lichtov alaf parasha ktana.
Um, the Mishnah said, taking out kalaf, the leather that we write on, the parchment that we write on, the, on it, the, the amount it says to write a small parasha, which is Shemai sale. Now, before uh, discussing the next uh, Amud or Daf, uh, we, uh, we should really uh, discuss that Tosafot, that big Tosafot in the beginning of the page. Tosafot explains, skin that we took off of an animal, is, and, uh, and uh, we took off just the hair, it's called Gevil. Now they take that veal, they split it into two. The one that is uh, the piece that's towards uh, the area where the hair was is called klaf. The second part, where uh, which is closer to the, I guess, to the meat, is called duchsustus. Now the ritva, in the name of the geonim, explained that the one opposite, that the the one that's close to the to the meat is called klaf. The one that's close to the uh, uh, to the hair is called uh, duchsustus. Uh, and it's a machloket in what sustus uh, means. Uh, do we go by whatever it means in Greek? So there's a machloket. And uh, just going based on that, we should know there's a machloket. And if that's the case, uh, the entire sugiya gets switched around between uh, Tosfot's view and the Ritva. We're just going to go with the Tosfot's view of, uh, of, of what it means. Now, Urminu. We have a bright, we have a bright thought that goes against this Mishnah. The Kelaf, the Duchsustus. So wait, the, the size to take out is the size of a mezuzah, not a pashaktan shatfilin. So the Gemara explains, no, my mezuzah, mezuzah shebatfilin, the mezuzah and tfilin, which is which parasha, which is a pashat shema. So the Gemara, that's weird, v'karel lehu, tfilin mezuzah, who calls a tfilin mezuzah? And then the Gemara answers, in, yes, v'hatanya, we have a brayta, retzuot filin, imat filin, uh, the, the straps of the tefillin with the tefillin for someone touches it, it's metame yadaim for teruma you can't eat the teruma this is a uh, it's a it's a gemara we learned that this is one of the gzerot bet shamay and bet hilel together in the, earlier in the masechet like a yudalid titvav that area yud gimel now but uh, now the straps itself bifne atzman and metamot tayadaim Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda Omer Mishum Rabbi Shimon Hanogia Abatzua a person that touches the strap of the tefillin taor it's still tahor achi gabak titzan. The minute you touch the box of tefillin, then uh, you, you, it's, uh, you, be, you can become uh, you can't touch the teruma anymore. Now Rabbi Zakai Mishemo Omer Rabbi Zakai in the name of Rabbi Shimon says even the one who touches the ketzitzah, the one who touches the box, is tahor achi gabem zuza atzma. What the what mezuzah and tefillin? Now you have to explain that's uh, the parasha of Shema. It's in tefillah, the actual cloth. Now the Gemara asks, when the Sefa says, What does that tell you? Wait, the Sefa over there says, uh, which is Shema Israel, it means the Resha is talking about an actual Mezuzah, not uh, the Pashiot and Tfilin. The Gemara explains, No, this is the way we're supposed to write the Brayta. What's their what's their shiur? Duchsustus kedel lichtov alav mezuzah. Veklav kedel lichtov alav perasha ktana shebatfilin shehi shema Israel. So you see, each one by the the size, uh, we're talking about two different things. Amarav duchsustus harehi keklav. Duchsustus is like klav. Now the Gemara wants to understand what are you talking about. Ma klav kotvin alav tefilin. We have a problem. It says in the Mishnah, in our Mishnah, means, we don't write on the Duchsusus Tfilin. 
So the Gemara explains the mitzvah. It's better to write on the cloth, but uh, but not the But if you wrote on the duchsusus, okay, great, it's, it works. Tashema. Okay, then we have a problem. Halacha lemoshem isinayt filin al klaf umzuzah al duchsusus. What do you see from here? Klaf bimkom basar duchsusus bimkom sear. Klaf you write on the skin that's on the side of the meat. Duchsusus is uh, what you write on, which is closer to the to the hair. And again, according to the Dva, opposite, uh, you have to explain a little bit different. But bottom line, what do you see here? That feeling you write on cloth uh, and not on Duchtusus. The Gemara answers again, Le Mitzvah, that's only if you want to do things like Chathila, but Diavad, it works on a Duchtusus. Vehatanya, Shina, Pasul. We have a bright that says, if you did it differently, you're Pasul. No, the Gemara says, Amezuzah, and that's talking about Mezuzah. If you wrote the Mezuzah on the cloth, but feeling you could write on Duchtusus. The Gemara now asks again, Vehatanya Shina Bezeu Beze Pasul. Either way, the Gemara again explains, Idi Veidi A Mezuzah. Both is, is talking about the Mezuzah. Vehadachad Vino Aklaf Imkom Se'ar. And again, if you wrote it on the cloth towards uh, the, the Se'ar, Inami Adoksusus Bimkom Basar, or you wrote it on the Duksusus uh, closer to the Basar. It's no good because you have to write uh, the Mezuzah Dafka on the Duksusus, which is the. the the outside part uh, towards the hair, the area where the hair is. Now again, uh, this there's a mahlokat rishonim uh, how to understand this gemara. Uh, Rashi and Tosfot seem to go one way. Uh, Ritva and other rishonim happen to go a different way. Um, if you're having any trouble, try looking up uh, the Ritva, and that could help answer a lot of questions. Or you could answer another answer. Shina bazel bazel. When it says shina bazel bazel pasul, what's that talking about? It's talking about the tefillin mezuzah. So, Rav, that's a problem on you. No. Tanai, it's a machloket tanaim. The tanya shina bazeu bazeh. Pasul. If Rabbi Ha machshir, no, Rabbi Ha was machshir, Mishum Rabbi Ha hai bahanina. Ve'amela, Mishum Rabbi Ha kovu Rabbi Hanina. So, you do have, uh, uh, you do have rabbis who say it's 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 okay. And Rav held like those, like Rav Ha. And the Rashi and Tosfot basically uh, explain over here that Rav held the Ravaha only legabet filin that you could write on Duchtusus, but not legabet the Mizuzad, which uh, which uh, that, that was written on uh, cloth. Rav Papa Amar Rav de Amar. When Rav said that you're allowed to write the filin on the Duchtusus, Ketana de Be Menashe, the Tana de Be Menashe, Tana de Be Menashe says Ketava Alaniyar, a person who wrote it on uh, filin on paper, ve'ala matlit or a cloth. Pesula, ala klaf, ala gevil on a klaf or the the, the gevil which was with with gold nuts, ala duchsusus kasher. All that is kasher. Now wait a second. Ketava mai. What does that mean? Ketava ilim amizuzah. If you talk about mizuzah, mizuzah klaf mikatvin. Who writes a mizuzah on klaf? Ela lav. You have to be talking about tefillin. And what do you see that he holds that you could write tefillin whether it's on klaf whether the duchsusus and 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 Rav holds like him. The Gemara pushes back. According to that, Filina Gevil Mikatvin, and who writes Filina on Gevil? Ela Kitanya when Menahi the Tanya de Bebenashe Besefer Torah. That's talking about a Sefer Torah. And yeah, you could write the Sefer Torah on Gevil, Klav, Tuchsusus, whatever you want. And there's no proof over here to, to what Rav was talking about. Lema Mesaya Ale. So let's help Rav. We have the famous machloke, the famous breita, where tefillin yad, you could turn it into tefillin shel rosh. Tefillin shel rosh, you can't lower down its kedusha level and make tefillin shel yad. 
Now, Kayotzebo, we also said, Tfilin Shebalu Sefer Torah Shebala, and all sin mehem is Uzah. Tfilin or Sefer Torah that got ruined, or got jaded, worn out, you don't make a mezuzah. We don't take something from a, uh, a stringent kedusha to a lower kedusha. The reason is because we don't lower. But if you, if we did, we were allowed to, to lower it. Or seen maybe we were allowed to do mezuzah um, uh, from the parchment we used for tefillin. Now, wait a second. What was it written on? Wasn't it written on a duchtusus? And you see that it is kasher for a mezuzah. The Gemara pushes back. No, we're not talking about the tefillin. We're written on duchtosus. The tefillin klaf. The tefillin, in that case, was written on klaf, and you could write a mezuzah. Fine. So the Gemara now asks back: Um, mezuzah klaf mikadvina writes a mezuzah on klaf. The Gemara answers yes. In the hatanyan, like we explained in the Mishnah, ketava ala klaf ala niyav ala matlit pesula. Amar Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar, Rabbi Meir haya kotva ala klaf. Why? Mipnesh mishtameret. So you see, Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar quoted Rabbi Meir, who was a sofer, and he wrote it uh, on a uh, klaf because it, it lasts longer, more than the dechtosus. And you can say that Braita was like Rabbi Meir, and there's no proof according to Rav that tefillin can be written on dechtosus. So the Gemara pushes back. Hashdadat litlachi. Once we got to here. Okay, the Rav Nami lotema duchsusus are okay klaf. Okay, even according to Rav, you don't have to say that duchsusus is like klaf, and it's kosher tefillin. Ela ema, you should say that Rav when he's klaf are duchsusus ma duchsusus kotvin alav mezuzah af klaf kotvin alav mezuzah, and he was talking about leshitat Rabbi Meir. Now Tosafot summarizes and clarifies exactly what just happened here. That when Rav said, he Rav said just stam klaf and duchsusus are equal. Right and the the the, the Talmidim originally wanted to, to, to say that the, the din was the gabet filin. Now we're switching it and we're saying Rav was talking uh, about mezuzah and only according to Rabbi Meir when we said shina bazeu baze pasul is talking about tefillin. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem laolam. Amen. Amen.